So we'll we'll try to get this done quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Atcast, a podcast for the study of modern visual culture. I'm your virtual soup tuber, Soup. <laughs> soup tuber. <laughs> and I'm your goddess of high school, Ranu. <laughs> this week, At stands for Absolute Territory because we'll be sampling the summer 2020 season. It is a bit of a weird one, uh, what with the coronavirus having serious implications on the anime production pipeline. Um, but mm. let's let's talk about what we what we've seen, which I, it really isn't a lot. So this is going to be a short episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before we get into that, what uh, what have you been up to, Renu? Uh so I think last weekend we adopted out one of our cats, oh. and I'm very sad. <laughs> I'm happy oh. but sad, you know. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. <laughs> yeah, she was very sweet, really, really sweet Siamese. Um, she, we. Found her starving and for some reason declawed, but no microchip. And oh, we wow! Raised her up till she filled out. She wasn't skin and bones anymore. She was clean, very, very, like, uh, un like she wasn't too super friendly with the other cats. Um, mostly really quiet, but she would meow for for pets and stuff like that. And she would kind of reach out with her little paw and tap you whenever she wanted pets. Which was <laughs> so cute. Oh, and. You know, like sit on your lap when you were like at the computer or whatever, and she would sleep with me every night. And now I'm really sad she's gone. <laughs> no, that's that's the best. I know she was so adorable. I was gonna adopt her myself if we didn't find like a suitable you know adopter for her, but we found um, an older woman who's like a grandma uh, who has other um, cats and. Uh, yeah, no, she's she yeah. was a total cat lady, so we were like, you know, we wanted like a nice quiet cat lady household kind of deal for her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um so, yeah, that's Wow. She's gone now. Wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Um that's what we were up to. Otherwise, we've been looking for a new place to move into. Uh Of course. And that's been an adventure. Like places literally getting snatched up within days, so it's been really hard just finding anything that met our requirements and then getting it in time. So that's what we've been doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, you have been trying to make me into a VTuber, which I'm not <laughs> okay. sure how to feel about. <laughs> All right. Hear me out. Hear me yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Virtual Swan is so good. <laughs> it's such, it's so good. It would be so good. It, Listen, people love the goose game. <laughs> this is an extension of that untitled goose game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The untitled swan streamer. <laughs> yeah. It'd be so good. Listen, all I'm saying is that is that Renu has the potential to to make the to pull them big numbers with the uh with the swan avatar. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Your whole shtick is already like set up. You have a perfect VTuber voice. It's it's it, you know you do oh a podcast, right? Like you do you do 
participate in in the creation of a medium that is primarily sound, you might as well add some visuals onto your stream uh, so that people know <laughs> that you are a swan. Well, I, uh, yeah, I've like achieved, achieved my true... Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they'll know. <laughs> Finally, what I look like, IRL. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about your streams, though? What if you were just like a floating bowl of soup? Uh, don't worry, it's a work in progress. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> it's mostly... So, um, that is a funny story, actually, um, where I was... Because <laughs> recently I've, I've fallen deep, deep into the into the VTuber well. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, I've fallen deep and and terribly into a into a well from which I I cannot return and um, yeah. So the thing about it is that I uh, I was talking to my friends about this obviously because you know it's all I've been doing um, recently and um, my friend was like, well you should VTube but as like a bowl of soup as like a joke and then one of my other friends was like, yeah, but. But what if? But what if I did yeah. that for realsies? Um, right. And so he he essentially picked up the the free trial of Live Two D and was just like, "What if? Oh I, my god! What if I <laughs> made a soup?" Um. And and we've kind of been in the in the progress of uh, in the process of um rather um trying to figure out how how to make this work. It's all quite complicated, but it's surprisingly robust. Um. Is it? I mean, it's not like. It's not like it's going to be that complicated because, like, a bowl of soup doesn't have that many moving parts unless you want to add liquid, like, physics. And that's that, what I was wondering. And at that point, like, that's maybe too much, right? But it would be so good if you could somehow come up with a really simple liquid animation that would slosh it back and forth whenever you tilted your head. <laughs> yeah, but at that point, like, the, the R&D for that would, like... Uh, I I would need to go to someone who actually can animate, um, which my friend cannot. Yeah. He just kind of picked it up on a whim. Um, uh-huh. And Live Two D is qu- quite quite a complicated program, actually. Um, mm. But uh, but yeah, no, no. I mean, I've thought about it. Uh, I am okay. in the process of looking at you know new computer parts to get a computer. Um, maybe I can start Ooh. streaming too after that. Yeah. So um, yeah. On that note, like, why not represent my face with a ball of soup? Why not? I think that would be wonderful because then you would be the soup tuber. Yeah, I would be a soup tuber. It'd be really funny. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> all right, on the list of, of uh, people that, uh, that do VTubing, it's going to be uh, like cute girls who are idols and uh, cute boys who are idols and whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> the soup. <laughs> Yeah, so you Welcome know that's, that's kind soup. of where where I'm at right now. Um, okay. On, on that, uh, anything else? Anything else? On your that's mind? it, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, all all I'm saying is, uh, if you if you wish to uh, see Renu as a as a Swan VTuber, uh, oh no! All you have to do is send us your support for this idea either on our Discord <laughs> server don't, or on our Twitter. Don't page. rope our audience into this. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, they would support you. <laughs> I know they would. I would show up. I, I feel I would, like they I, would. <laughs> listen, I would. I would forsake D and D every Friday just to come watch you. If you, if you, uh, no! <laughs> if you Don't did this, <laughs> I feel like the audience, if they were supportive, it would be out of the kindness of their hearts rather than it being an idea that I should carry out. <laughs> you should do it. Uh, that's that's no! all I'm saying. Um. Anyway.
So uh, on my end, I've uh, I've moved recently. <laughs> um, I'm in a in a yeah. new living situation. Um, yeah. Back with my parents. I I told you that there's been a like a bit of a weird situation in terms of our living arrangements. Now we're all consolidated yeah. in the same house, and it's just you know it's living with your parents. <laughs> like like they leave you alone for the most part, but they have like no sense of of privacy or personal space. Um, yes. it's just like, well, this is my house. I can walk into your room whenever I want, which is like, correct. Don't ever lock your door. Punk. Right. right, right. <laughs> um, it's, it's very much just like, you know, doesn't matter what kind of schedule you have. Uh, it's my <laughs> schedule now. We're going off of my <laughs> schedule. It's like, well, okay, I guess I'll just, you know, tell my friend to fuck off. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but what's, it was very interesting though, is, um, when we got here, um, I, I, uh, I learned of the fact that my parents have been for the last month or so uh been taking care of a stray cat that oh! that we found um that just appeared outside of our door one day and like just kept staring in so my mom fed it and then now it lives here basically Bro, cats for days, dude, both it's, of us. Well, I I was I was yeah, it's it's really funny that like uh a lot of people I've I've been talking to um have been kind of talking about like cats and like getting cats and and yeah. you know, you you were obviously talking about uh the the situation where like you're picking up a bunch of stray cats that people just kind of yeah. let go. Um well, we picked up a stray cat that we just <laughs> kind of found um or rather um it's it's maybe more accurate to say that the cat adopted us um uh, that is how it be yeah <laughs> uh, but it's it's very interesting because like um so he had a collar which is how we knew he wasn't just like like a stray stray okay but he, like, clearly and he was like very friendly sure um but uh essentially like uh and and at this point everybody in in the neighborhood ha- is kind of privy to this because he just kind of wanders around buttering himself up to to all the neighbors and oh my goodness <laughs> right uh and he basically uh well, well so basically the entire neighborhood has tried to to contact whoever owns this cat and has even gone to like the address on on the collar uh but they can't find them like we can what do you mean? S- we can see the house from over here um but they like just yeah. don't answer. So um, What? So basically like they don't answer the phone calls, they don't answer the door. Um but, uh basically what my parents think is that like it it was it that house belongs to like an old person who got hospitalized or something um or is otherwise like kind of unable oh. to like, you know, um be in be in the house, which makes a lot of sense. Like a lot of the homes here are owned by by old people. It's kind of like a quiet suburb area. Um, so you guys don't see any activity in the house? Um, not not as far as we know, and like, and it's not just mm. us that that have tried, right? It's like the whole neighborhood, um, right? But yeah, like nobody can get into into contact with uh with whoever owns this cat. So now I now he's our cat, kind of, which is funny because like we don't intend or we didn't intend to take care of a cat, and I don't know if we necessarily still do. Um, so we have a very, like, weird relationship where, like, he just kind of comes in and out of our house and, like, we have to leave all the doors open in case he wants to come inside because, like, we don't have a litter box, so if he needs to pee, he's got to do it outside. Wait, so you guys leave your front door open, too? Not our front door, our back door into, like, the backyard. Um, Oh, okay, okay. But, like, there's very little difference, really. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Right. It's only, it's only a matter of time until, like, 
a lizard slips in or something. Um, oh well, I mean, the cat might end up hunting it if that's the case. Right. Um, <laughs> but it, it's very, it's very interesting because like he just like doesn't, he doesn't really leave here that often. Um, sometimes he hmm. he just disappears for uh, short periods of time. We presume that's just him checking on the house to see if like anybody's there and then returning when there's nobody, which is like kind of sad. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So for the uh, for for the foreseeable future, we we have a cat. Um, you guys are taking weirdly. care of this cat. That's nice. Yeah, it's it's so funny because I knew exactly what would happen uh, when when like the instant we got a pet because we we moved out of the apartment, so now we can have pets, right? Oh um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that we intended to have one because like you know they my parents have other sort of financial concerns right now, um, and a pet sure. is is quite an expensive um, thing to take care of, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we just kind of take care of this cat, and like if he mm. gets sick or hurt, like we really can't do a lot about that because it's he's also just not our cat. Um, right. So yeah, I don't know. We just like feed him when he gets hungry, and he like sticks around the house. And <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a very positive presence. Uh, in in my life personally. He's, oh sure. He's, um. You've always, I've always thought that you would make a, a great cat parent because you adore yeah, cats so much. I adore cats. <laughs> I adore cats. Um, I spent quite a lot of time uh, with Philip. Yes, uh, Philip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I will say like it's it's a little funny because like it means that um sometimes at night I just have to leave the door open in case he wants to come in. He usually doesn't want to come in. Like he usually just wants to hang out outside in the living room. Mm. Um, but what if he wants to cuddle? I mean, it is also a matter of principle, at least in our house, that whenever a door is closed, the cat wants it open, even if the cat doesn't necessarily want to go through the doorway. Wow. Uh, they'll, like, sit there and they'll meow at the door or, you know, if they're really desperate, they'll claw at it. <laughs> so we have to leave all the doors open. <laughs> That's so funny. The, the the cat, I think luckily for us, the cat is so, like, ridiculously chill. We think he's a little older, but I think he might just mm. have spent some time outside, which is why he looks like sure. that. I don't think he's that right. old. Um, right. But he, uh, like, he just, like, doesn't really whine about anything. That's nice. And, like, he doesn't really try to run away if you, like, walk towards him. He'll complain mm-hmm. a little bit if you pick him up initially. He'll just go like, eh. But then he'll just <laughs> let you hold him. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, I mean, obviously like this, this cat, I, like I don't think he was abandoned or anything because like this, this cat obviously is very friendly um, and very receptive mm-hmm. to people. So probably right. just something happened, happened to his owner, um, which is unfortunate. So we're just hanging on to him until, uh, I don't know, somebody is just like, hey, that's my cat. And we're like, cool. Right. You can you can have him back. We'll cry a little bit, but like it's funny because um, I knew this. I knew I exactly knew this would happen um, when we when we got a pet. But uh, my my dad fucking loves this cat, except oh. he hates the fact that he's super allergic to um, to cats. <laughs> so he'll like buy the cat. He bought the cat like a, a a cat house to to stay outside in. That's so cute. Um, yeah, and he'll like go and pet him when he sees him. But then he'll like complain the rest of the time, like, "Oh, the cat! I sneeze so much when I come downstairs." <laughs> it's very funny. You poor dad. Loved the cat so much, but is also allergic to the cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, 
Very much, very much like that.、Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of been the biggest thing in in my life right now, which is this cat that has. That's so sweet, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I, think I he's, hope. Yeah.、Uh, yeah. Sorry. I was just gonna say I think he's I think he's still getting used to me being in the house because like I'm I'm basically the newest addition. Oh, so he was there before you were yes, there. Yes, he was living here. Before <laughs> That's、Highland. funny. <laughs> yeah, he only ever like whines a little bit if he wants to go outside, and he just、uh-huh. stands at the the door and like stares, and maybe、Aww. like maybe maybe like a little bit like a. <laughs> He's very quiet. He doesn't purr a lot either. I don't think. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he is old. I don't know. I don't know. Some cats just have very, very quiet purrs. Like you really don't notice them until you have like your hand tucked under their chest or their throat or whatever.、Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like you have a really nice, relaxed, easygoing cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Well, um, why don't we? Why don't we just immediately kind of barrel roll into talking about anime? Um, there's really not a lot. So this is again going to be a very short episode. Um. Yeah. First on the docket is、uh, Fruits Basket, which I mean, like, what, what, what do we have left to say about Fruits Basket until <laughs> it ends, right? Like, obviously, like we we love Fruits Basket, but um, if you think about it, like, it's been coming out nonstop for the last like, like year. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, happy whatever, about that. Whatever we <laughs> we can talk about has kind of been covered until like until it ends. Yeah, I mean that's fine. I I I do think it's interesting that they haven't taken a single break. They just kept going, and you know that's that's great. They they're plowing through the story. There's、that's, a lot of story、true. to get through. You know, <laughs> it really does. It really does. Um, I I do like the fact that it's it's basically like um, like we'll we'll finally do the whole story. Now I hope they do it for Oron, right? Oh my freaking god! Yes. <laughs> like I remember going back and reading the manga for Oran because I was like,、ah, yes. I gotta, I gotta finish this. I gotta finish this. Yep. So, uh, so yeah.、Um, yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's fruit basket, really.、Yeah. Uh, right. I think at this point in the story, she's finally officially met all of the zodiac animals. So that's something. We're we're approaching a point in the story. <laughs> right. <laughs> like kind of, I I don't even know how far into it we are, but we've definitely made a good amount of progress now that she's met all of them. Right. right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's talk about God of High School. Yeah. So God of High School is uh the next in in a list of uh shows that are produced by Crunchyroll, and um, it's pretty good. Like it's actually really competent. Like not gonna very, lie, it's, it's great. It's very、yeah. well made. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because I, the animation is a lot more dynamic than Tower of Gods was. Um, right. It, it is telling a sort of different kind of story. Like Tower of God is this like really slow burn kind of like uh weird world building fantasy story, and um God of High School is is the shonen tournament arc in long form, right? <laughs> the whole show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's but it's so it's basically um based off of a webtoon,、uh, and I have no idea what the webtoon is like. I've I've never actually read the webtoon. Um,、oh, mm-hmm. but 
<laughs> this show doesn't explain anything to you. Like, <laughs> even a little bit. It, it just says, okay. Like, I, I kind of love how blasé about, uh, about everything it is. Because it's, it's literally just like, okay, so they're high schoolers. Kind of. And they're fighting for sport because. And you're like, because what? Because. And to to be to be the god of high school, right? Like <laughs> nothing about the tournament itself is actually explained, like what the prize is or or anything. As far uh-huh. as I can tell, I have no idea what the hell is going on. Uh huh. I mean, I, I love guess I don't how have far. To. You're right. It it leans so far into the fact that we've seen a bajillion shonens with tournament arcs in them that now we are. Now that they presented us with the situation, they don't really have to explain much of anything for the audience to just follow along. I mean, yeah, they they get you with uh, the barest minimum they can get away with. They're like, all right, exactly. This apparatus is hit points. Fucking go. <laughs> and like the wildest part, the right, the, the wildest part, right, is that like it starts with with a guy decimating an island with his palm. Yes. Right? And then you kind of forget about that uh, in the wackiness <laughs> of the, the ensuing scenes. And then the, the yeah. first time someone pulls out a stand, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're like, wait, what? These are high schoolers with actual superpowers. And then the staff has actual superpowers. And I, we're just here to watch it all. It. The progression is so absolutely bonkers. Like it, yeah. it really went from like ah, uh, um, you got like uh this this dude he knows karate. Uh, this this girl knows how to use a, a sword. She has like her family technique. Um, and then someone is just like, what if I pull out my stand real quick? And you're like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like someone gives somebody like power laced fruits, and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> it's it's absolutely bonkers. But fun, like in a fun way. It's like super fun. fun. Yeah. (laughs) I think it, the pace is a little disjointed. Like, um, it doesn't feel like a a continuous narrative of anything. Yes. (laughs) It's very like choppy. But I I do have to say, um, the the dynamic sort of animation is, is kind of enough to lied that part like it's just it's just kind of like a hype like watch people beat the crap out of each other um (laughs) you know what i'm here for it i'm here for it yeah no it definitely seems like a story that was just crafted to be fun and they don't necessarily know everything that they're doing but that's okay they're just gonna go with it and maybe it'll just progressively get better yeah i imagine i it will i hope (laughs) (laughs) so I suppose we can talk about Decadence now, which I think might easily be the most interesting thing that's airing today. Interesting is definitely the word to describe it. <laughs> so here's the thing about Decadence, right? Um, I, mm-hmm. I was initially kind of like enamored with the art style of it. Um, I, can't, yes. I cannot place what it reminds me of, but it reminds me of another anime that I've seen like in the last couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. But the animation overall is like really quite good. It's a little sad. Yes. It's a little sad that we have to watch it on Funimation, uh, not Funimation, on Hulu. So the quality like just blows. Um, yeah. Because it's very dynamic and fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's animated like very, very competently um, by Studio Nut, I believe, which uh, did like Saga of Tanya the Evil. Um, yeah. 
pretty pretty good. I like the character designs a lot. Like they're very simple,、yes. but they have like um, you know what? That's what I like about it is they're very simple character designs, but they all have like shapes to them. Like they have very distinctive very silhouettes. Yes, yes, very clear silhouettes, which is helpful because、uh, they spend a lot of time moving in the air, like. Mm-hmm. Like Attack on Titan, and actually,、mm-hmm. there's a lot of it that reminds me,、um, at least in the setup of Attack on Titan and and Kabaneri and、um, kind of other shows like that. Like I like the sort of post-apocalyptic, you know, mega city vibes. It kind of reminds me of、um, Gargantia a little bit. Yeah,、uh, yeah. In that、mm-hmm. respect,、um, mm-hmm. even a little bit like Darling in the Franks. You know, the parts that don't like blow. <laughs>、uh, yeah, the way that they set up the whole world. Definitely feels a lot like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very it's very interesting, and I like that kind of aesthetic a lot.、Um, yeah, me too.、Mm-hmm. And then like, so like episode one spends all all the all of its time like setting that kind of stuff up,、um, and it、yes. does it does quite a good job because it's it's pretty entertaining to watch. And then episode two just、mm-hmm. goes off the rails. Episode two, <laughs> episode two so- you feel like you're watching a completely different anime until. <laughs> Like like you hold out hope the entire episode <laughs> that they'll somehow wrap it back around, and they do. Gr- credit given, they they do. They do that、yeah. just that, and you understand at the end what they're doing. But why though? <laughs> well, so this is this is what's interesting, right? Is that it? It poses so many questions that I want, like. So many questions kind of bubble up in my mind watching this show, where I'm like, "What is this about? Why is it like this?" Like, I will say this: they, they <laughs> made a choice.、Uh, in uh, they, uh, yes, they certainly made a choice of how how to write their story, and you know what? I respect them for it. I gotta say,、um, yes. <laughs> like, I, they took ownership of their own property and decided they were going to go. The less traditional route, right? If, and if if、yeah. Ruby is a show that like just doesn't make a choice ever about where to put its story, like <laughs> Decadence is one that just does it immediately. Like it just goes,、ah, yeah, skirt skirt Tokyo drift that sucker. Yes, yes. I I'm still I still have mixed feelings about it, but I am here for the ride. I'm really interested in seeing where it goes now that it has made its very clear decision. <laughs> right. Well,、uh, well, yeah. <laughs> so I, I will say this: having watched,、um, I think three, four episodes at this point. I don't remember.、Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know. I told you which which one we watched last, but I don't remember.、Mm-hmm. Um, but the last episode kind of is interesting. It yeah. It moves the the thematic discussions in a direction that I didn't necessarily think we were going to go to.、Um, mm-hmm. But it's hard to say. Because like the setup is that they all live on this、uh, big, moving city, and they have to kill alien bugs to get the power source for the city. But then it turns out that there's like AI robots that live in like the higher part of the city that control everything, like it's an MMORPG. Like they control the people who go out and hunt the bugs, so it's like a live MMO,、um, but you can die. But、right. obviously, the pilot, the like the AI pilot, doesn't doesn't die.、Um, right. And the setup of it is like so odd, but it's also kind of interesting because you have you have suddenly a a structure 
where you have a show that is post-apocalyptic in in aesthetic, but it is talking about um, kind of themes of uh, like security and obedience and um in a in a weird way it's like it and this is kind of only a couple episodes in right so i don't know how how much further this is this is gonna go but it seems to be talking a lot about um disability and how that kind of plays into um into a system that is that doesn't account for them right because the the child that is trying to learn how to be a um a, a warrior trying to learn how to like become one of the hunters who like hunts the bugs outside um is considered dead by the system she's she's like what what the system like the 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 ai that controls the whole you know um system would be a bug right and Mm -hmm. um i mean on top of that she also has a physical disability where like she's missing her her right arm and Mm -hmm. the episode three kind of turns it into a uh it kind of shifts the focus onto that character a lot um where you know she gets outfitted with um a, a robot arm that can shoot the cool spike thing and suddenly instead of like you know being um disadvantaged at that she actually like m- maybe even has like an advantage and right um mm-hmm. the the kind of like old grizzled mentor guy um sees the fact that she is not like normal quote-unquote she's not considered by the system not a part of it integrated into it right um is like what potential do you have to to revolutionize the system and that kind of is like like what what do what can we learn from like neurodivergence and how can we accommodate that in in a system that doesn't consider them right like the thing about like you know um what we would consider like neurodivergence and like you know quote-unquote mental illness you know that kind of stuff is those things only exist in the context of our of our society, right? Like things like um uh like things like depression, right? Um kind of mm-hmm. obviously they exist as like a thing that's happening um uh, to you. Like it it's obviously like a real thing that's happening to you, but you know, it's considered a disability because it impairs your ability to work and in a society that values the idea of work, that's why it's why it's a mental illness right right um because like if you were just like i don't know uh some farmer's wife that all you had to do was like you know knit and stuff i mean not that it's not hard work obviously like etc 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 soft labor etc 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 um that kind of stuff but like (laughs) um you know but something like depression doesn't really affect you as much if you don't have like a a nine to five job that you have to be at every day right it's Mm. that kind of routine um, and of course, we can have discussions about whether the system itself is something that creates those things. Um, and I mean, I'm gonna say probably, probably, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think I think a culture of overwork is naturally going to make people depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so those are kind of the things that I'm thinking about in regards to decadence, and I'm <laughs> interested to see where it goes with that because it has some real potential to say some things. And uh I hope it does. I hope it does. I, I hope it hope. does too because they uh they set up a really interesting they they spent all of episode 1's setting up the world and also the characters the main characters narrative. And then the second episode was about her mentor's <clears throat> narrative and his world which is a little bit 
separate from the original one that we were setting up. And uh, it seems like the story is just going to continue from there. Uh, and yeah, I, I think they'll definitely have, I hope, uh, a really strong narrative for uh, the two characters, the two main characters. Yeah. I don't know where it'll go, <laughs> considering how different episode one and episode two were. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, did you watch anything that I didn't watch before we like move on? Mm-mm. Okay, um, so I set out to watch a bunch of stuff, and I couldn't find it in me to like bring myself to watch any of that stuff. Um, but I did, <laughs> I did start, I did start Rent a Girlfriend, which oh. is a show about a, a a guy who rents. A, okay, Randy. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, this show is great. What do you mean? <laughs> This show is legitimately amazing in exactly the kind of trashy way you would expect it to be. Okay. So, do you remember, okay, you remember um, um, Oreski, right? The show with the bench? Yes. Yes. It has hard Oreski vibes. Okay. Where, like, everything is kind of a mess all the time, and the characters keep making it more of a mess, and it's, like, the uh -huh. kind of engineered clusterfuck that is, like, so, like... It's just so fun to watch because you're like, oh, these characters are like digging themselves into a hole. You're like, ah, it keeps happening, right? Like, obviously, there uh -huh. is there is something to be said about, and I, I probably will touch upon this because I think I'm I think I'm gonna finish this show. Um, there's something to to talk about in regards to um, like uh, the whole concept of like you know renting people, uh, whether to be your like significant other or otherwise, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's there's obviously a discussion to be had about that, which I will gladly have at the end of the season. Um, mm -hmm. But like, it's it's such a disaster because like the it's like the characters just like cannot not make things worse for themselves, and it's it's kind of amazing. <laughs> um, there is obviously the <laughs> level of like the main character is is kind of a douchebag, and like okay. His arc is supposed to be like learning to be not as much of a douchebag, and it's pretty clear that he's like set up to be like a harem protagonist, which is like whatever. You know, I lived through the '90s and 2000s. Like that's that's nothing new to me. Right. Um, and um, he's supposed to be at like equal parts like incredibly off-putting and vaguely sympathetic. Um, and you kind of you kind of get that in equal measure. It it balances kind of well. Uh, and you know. To the point where you're like, this guy has like maybe enough redeeming features to like redeem himself, and at the same time you're like, he's like such a trash fire, but like in ways that are very, very not like he's not like the worst person, right? He's just kind of <laughs> he's just kind of a doofus. Okay. Right. Um uh -huh. it's like obviously, you know, he has to like drink some respect women juice. Uh, and all that um, <laughs> and he has to realize that you know relationships are not the sort of end all be all of of life but hey that's that's like a romantic comedy drama in a nutshell right like it, all the tension sure. comes comes from that and um the tension that that is created uh in this like web of things that are happening in this show is it's primo entertainment i like i i cannot say that i'm not entertained it's so so fun to watch Oh man. Well, I mean, it sounds like the kind of show where if you're 
if that if you're looking for a bit of a dumpster fire, then there this, it is. It's, it's ready for you. <laughs> the, I mean, it's the kind of show that will self-select for the the people that will enjoy it, right? Like, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> if you read the description and you're put off, well, you're not gonna like it. If you read the description, yeah. and you're like, well, that could be fun. You you're gonna fucking love it. It's so good. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. I it has a, what I will describe as a um. The the signifying art style of this generation of anime, um, it looks like so many of the, of, of the other rom com dramas that are happening now. Um, mm. you know, stuff like Bokuben and uh, not necessarily like Oriski. Oriski had its kind of weird quirks to it, but like, yeah, like anime just kind of looks like this now. I'm not like against it necessarily, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I do think it looks you know, all right. It, you know what? It's it's the Nisekoi era what it is <laughs> um anyway that's that's my that's my shtick about rent a girlfriend um this is exactly like a turn your brain off and and just like laugh that's what it sounds like yeah it's primo 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 <laughs> chef's kiss quality Mwah. turn your brain off chef's kiss <laughs> content okay um i believe i believe that's it uh short and Man. sweet short and sweet uh it's just a sample yeah. episode so you know. Yeah, most of the other anime that we saw available was generally harem yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, some it was much more extreme too. Like at least two shows are like definitely fetish bait, right? Um, or there, I think there's one that is, is a reverse harem VN kind of thing. Oh yeah, but it's then... like based off of a, an otome game. I don't know what it yeah. is. Otome game anime are like almost universally bad. Like. <sighs> Which, to be fair, I, I suppose you could say the same for, um, for like, Galge anime. Um, which is weird because, like, like, Fate falls into that category and is pretty good. I mean, the original anime was actually pretty bad, so maybe we can pass a universal judgment saying that <laughs> all dating sim anime are bad. <laughs> they might eventually get to a point where they're good. You know what, like, they... Like, Fate's They used to be good, actually. Up. Because like, yeah. um, if you know, if Clanat is your thing, that's based off of like a a, a Galgay, basically. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Steinsgate was good. I don't know if that oh, is like true. Uh, necessarily categorizable as a, you know. But yeah, whatever the case. Um, whatever the case. Uh, we started watching B Stars. We'll report we back sure to did. you. We'll report back to you once we're once we're done with it. Um, but we'll come back to you. <laughs> man, Renny was having a great time. Renny was so prepared for everything that she witnessed. Yeah, you know, I walked into that. <laughs> uh, I do think there are some interesting things about B Stars um, in how it, uh, how it uses uh, the animal metaphor for something that isn't race for once, which is nice. I do appreciate that, yeah. Also, it actually puts some thought into, like, how a, an animal world would work, where, like, you don't just have the carnivores eating meat all the time. They have, like, soy burgers. Yeah, they made them all vegetarian. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to coexist in a society, like, you know, we live in a society, you can't go around eating people. <laughs> God, imagine imagine if that was what society was like. If, I mean, I say that as if, like, we couldn't at any point just, like, cannibalize it. Don't do that. That is not that is not permission for you to do that. Don't don't cannibalize. <laughs> don't do it cannibalism. It's bad and illegal. Okay. 
Uh-huh. Let's uh <laughs> let's uh let's wrap let's That's wrap a great up. note to end let's on. Thank up, you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Listen, the the metaphor is for adolescence, maybe. I don't mm. know. I haven't watched enough of it. Okay. <laughs> Who are you? Where can we find you on the internet? Hey man. I'm Ranu, also known as Swan. <laughs> not the not the Swan tuber, just <laughs> just Swan. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter and Tumblr at Swandron. You can find me on Instagram at Swan.dron. I'm still playing through Okami. Wow. I'm in the yeah. ice world. I don't know how far I am in, but that's where we are. <laughs> I finally have all thirteen brush techniques, so that's a, a thing. Nice, Maybe we're approaching nice, the nice, end. Nice. Hopefully. Yep. <laughs> but we're having a good time with it. If you want to check it out, that's where I'll be. I'll be on Twitch doing that every Friday. Yep. Cool. What about you, buddy? Cool. Uh, you can find me on places at Little Soup. Uh, that's that's it. I mean, I exist. Kind of. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I've been barely existing. I've been busy with other stuff. Uh, a cat. Like Kato. <laughs> like Kato. <laughs> I am Kato. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, um, that's, that's kind of my stuff. Uh, I like legitimately don't really have anything, uh, in, in the pipeline, uh, other than my terrible Hololive addiction. <laughs> it's getting to be a problem. <sighs> anyway, um, our opening is by Scotty Network <laughs> and our ending is by Takumakata and the patrons mm-hmm. that we are going to be thanking, uh, this Ooh. episode are Evan, mm-hmm. Frostfall, Cheru, Sean, Gwen, uh, Claire, and uh, Magpie Mirror Test and Figure 4. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you. Thank you so much for your, yeah. your continued support. We appreciate you yeah. immensely. <laughs> so, so, yeah. We'll uh, see you next time. See you next time. Maybe we'll have another cat by then. Who knows? <laughs> right? God, I can only imagine. ね。